what's up this is your girl taylor wild welcome back to wild on season three the podcast where you get the insider's view of the weird wonderful wild world of wrestling on wednesday Today's guest is a sister Canuck. She's a Vancouver professional wrestler. She claims to be like a 90 degree angle. Always right. She's half intoxicated and hopelessly outdated. My girl, Nicole Matthews. Oh, was it like Abbotsford? Abbotsford. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, no good. No, no good. good. No, it was. I, I already knew. I was, it was like, you know, the Americans are like, oh, this is how Canadians live. And I'm like, no, this is, <laughs> this is obviously like a holiday place, like a lot of bed and breakfasts. Like, yeah, Abbotsford's a weird city. It's, <laughs> uh, it's a little Bible belty, too. And Ooh, it's, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Not, not my favorite city in the Lower Mainland. Are you from Vancouver then? Yeah, so I live in Maple Ridge, which is about half uh, 45 minutes outside of Vancouver. So, okay. Yeah. So tell me about little baby you growing up. What were your interests? Did you dance, music? So uh, I always watched wrestling, so I was always interested in that the whole time. Yeah. Do you have siblings? Yeah, I have an older brother, so we would watch it together. And um, yeah, pretty normal childhood, honestly. Like very, you know, uh, two two kids, uh, parents still together, white picket fence, <gasps> sort of. A nuclear family. I know, crazy, right? So plain. I don't know what to think of this. So normal, good for you. Uh, yeah, I guess, but it really makes for not very interesting backstories and like stories about my past. I think it kind of does because like you're like a little bit of a unicorn. You don't really hear that much anymore. So it's totally a good story. Yeah, it, you know, the whole and like not that I'm practicing anymore, but I grew up Catholic. So there's the religion part of it, too. You got to add that in if it were stereotypical, right? Yeah, I'm Catholic too, so. Cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> so you, you get you get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I, well, I played volleyball and swam competitively. Oh, wow. So yeah, swimming in particular took up a ton of my time because, which looking back on, you're like, why did we train that much? It was like overtraining in my opinion. For sure. But I was training like up to 25 hours a week at one point, like eight times a week. Like it was... And, and I was, like, never that good of a swimmer, you know? Like, I was fine. I was good. But I wasn't, like, some Olympian swimmer or anything like that. So it really makes you, like, sit back and wonder what we're doing to our young athletes a little bit. Because it was really unnecessary and completely delayed my growth, actually. So I'm, like, five... Yeah, I'm 5'8", but I was 5'3 when I graduated from high school. Or, no, I was 5'3 when I stopped swimming in grade 10. Yeah. And then you... you blew up five inches yeah it was crazy and like gained a bunch of weight obviously too right because I was so skinny and yeah like did TMI maybe but didn't hit puberty until way late so I absolutely yeah like a lot of gymnasts and all that experience that as well right yeah well I went to high performers um high school where it was like gymnast synchro competitive swimming and then if you played like baseball hockey whatever it was 
great because if you're a high level athlete and you train that many hours a week, it actually worked towards a credit. But oh, nice. I always remember the four swimmers, they were like in the pool at like 530. Yep. Yep. And I'm just like that. Like you all look amazing, but like. <laughs> not no. worth it <laughs> but a lot of them had like that same ricochet effect when you reach that age where you're like okay well i'm not going to be an olympian and mm-hmm. why am i killing myself i also want like a high school experience as yeah. soon as they hit puberty as soon as the weight goes on you know they have time for boys and partying like i would say like the high level swimmers actually had kind of the more troubled later teens into their 20s because they didn't get to experience anything you know like everything in moderation yeah that was just what I saw no that's kind of my experience too like and again I wasn't like a super high level swimmer so I probably didn't experience it quite as dramatically as other people who are like national level swimmers and stuff but yeah like it's like it just took up all my time which is like common for athletes but yeah like I didn't like I didn't get my period till 17 (sighs) which is looking back i'm like pretty yeah super well here's what i like my gut reaction is you didn't get your period till 17 i got my period at nine whoa i was so young that i didn't totally understand like i knew what a period was but i was also like when i saw it i was like really upset and scared and like thank god i was home and like here's i don't i don't know what the like legitimacy is of this but my doctor was like well she eats a lot of red meat so it might be like the hormones and i was like really should i be a vegan because like (laughs) that's some bullshit (laughs) yeah that's crazy i've never heard that before i ate a ton of red meat when i was younger (laughs) so i didn't experience that i don't know like it was the 90s that just sounds like "Mm, we'll tell her this (laughs) that's such a 90s thing to say (laughs) i don't think science would like back any of that up but no, I think that's a completely 90s thing to say for sure for a doctor. They're like, I don't know. Totally. Just tell them this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Eat more eggs or less eggs, depending on what year it is. You know, More milk. More milk. Yeah. I'm getting paid by the dairy industry to say that. So drink more milk. You'll make your bones exactly. stronger or whatever. Totally. <laughs> you know what? I saw a TikTok video the other day uh, and it was someone, as, may I ask, how old are you? Uh, 34. Okay, so you were totally so I was born in eighty six. Yeah, eighty seven. So marginally. Yeah. Okay. Uh there was a guy on TikTok who is our of our age and he was like, Remember when we used to just drink glasses of milk? Yes. Like full like you would just like I just want multiple glasses of milk a day. Yeah. Like could you, do kids I don't think kids do that now. I don't think so, but it's crazy to think how much milk we drank. Like I didn't Yeah. It didn't really hit me until like after I moved out of my parents' house. Like, and I was like, live, you know, and I was living with my boyfriend and my husband now, and uh, we just never bought milk. And I was like, and, like, and then I'm like, wow, I used to drink so much milk. So much to the point where I remember my parents being like, easy on the milk. It's not that cheap. Like, we weren't poor or <laughs> anything. the brakes. <laughs> <laughs> but I just couldn't get enough milk. And like, that was like, my son is three. Yeah. 
so he drinks a lot of milk, but I also he's like lean yeah. and like a hyper freak, and I mean that in the nicest way. Like he's my child, so <laughs> I'm totally like accepting the karma. <laughs> You're like, yep, I've earned this. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But I'm like, the calories are good. Like they're good. There's nutrients and whatever. Yeah. But like. I'm talking about when we were like eight or nine, you were just like crushing glasses of milk. I think up until I was like 18, I was crushing glasses of milk. Like, it's crazy. That's probably, maybe that's why you got your period early, or all the hormones and milk. Just red meat and milk. No vegetables, unless they were frozen. Like, that is a 90s kid in a nutshell. Oh, 100%. Meat, potatoes, frozen vegetables. That's a dinner right there. With a big old glass of milk. Big old glass of milk. And, like, if you were, like, fancy, you'd get toaster strudels in the morning. Or Pop-Tarts. But, like, some sort of sugared cereal. Oh, yeah. Oh, and there's more milk right there for that sugar. More milk. (laughs) So much milk. (laughs) So this podcast is brought to you by milk. (laughs) Uh, I'd like my endorsement money now. Thank you. We're bringing back the Got Milk uh, advertisements, you know. That's what the that is what the visual for this podcast is going to be. You and I with milk mustaches. Rochelle is my editor and producer, and she's a whiz with Photoshop. Perfect. So perfect. Bring on all the inappropriate jokes. I think that'll be a good '90s vibe too. You know, because we're both '90s kids. So I think so. Well, now that we've talked about milk for like 15 minutes, let's talk about wrestling. Smooth transition. I like it. Thank you. I'm a professional. Thank you. So at what point were you like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be a professional wrestler and break my parents' dreams. Oh yeah. No, did that for sure. Um, (laughs) About multiple times over. Yeah. Yeah. Probably when I was, uh, I would say I kind of made the final decision like 15. I'm like, I'm going to do this. Oh, young. Yeah. 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 But I, I didn't there, I knew there was no way my parents would ever let me train when I was in high school. So that, that wasn't going to happen. Uh, so I started training right after high school, basically, uh, okay. when I was in my first year of university, which, like, ah, yeah, which went, went same. My, yeah, nice. Yeah. My parents <laughs> were like, don't let this affect your grades. I'm like, totally no. Like, yeah, of course not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very bad. Very bad. Very bad for the GPA. But yeah, so I started training, uh, I think November, 2005, and then, uh, had my first match February, 2006. Because you know how it is when it's like, oh, you're a woman who can kind of bump. Like, here's your first match, right? Yeah, so. And you are like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> no, not no. at all. Luckily, I don't know who I am. No. Oh, I was wearing Lacenza yoga mats. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's get real here. I had no idea what was going on. I didn't even have time to. I didn't even go to Hot Topic. Like, come on, go to Hot Topic at least and get some. I gear. was wearing Tracy Brooks's gear because <laughs> nice. she had moved to the states and left a bunch of stuff and I was like oh this looks like it will fit Tracy can I wear this it's not even mine but yeah when you go out for your first match like you are so lost to the world you have no idea what's going on it was pretty funny so luckily for me it was against Becky Lynch because she was oh, in nice. Vancouver oh, at the time so, amazing first match right and she uh even though she's like our age she's like 87 as well Yep. She was training at like 15 in Ireland, right? So by the time she was where we were, uh, or in Vancouver, she had been wrestling for three years already. So I'm like, oh my God, she's a vet. (laughs) 
Perception. It's funny it's how funny. your perception. Yeah, yeah, for sure though. I get it. Because now someone three years in, I'm like, you don't know anything yet. You know. <laughs> they know more than you, and that's all that you like base it on. A hundred percent. And she was amazing. Like obviously, like look at her now. Obviously, she was amazing three years into. So that was a really good first experience, at least. Yeah. Like, where do you go from there? <laughs> Down. <laughs> well, and then it was like me and uh, my friend Veronica wrestling each other a bunch. Veronica Weiss, who started, like, she started training the same time I did. So, okay. So, just a bunch of girls who've been training for three or four months having matches now. And that's how it goes, though. You know? Yeah, it's women's wrestling, right? That's how it goes. Yeah. So, especially back then, like, you know how it was. Like, yeah. there's like a group of like two or three of you, and you're married to each other for. Yep ever and then that's it <laughs> that's exactly how it goes and it's, I think especially amongst Canadians it, it's even more limited yeah. until you know you either decide to like dance across the border and hope for the best or uh, I did and then I got banned oh. a few years ago <laughs> oh you got black flagged uh, yeah not even oh, red flagged I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah red flagged done five year <sighs> Yeah, but uh, so the yeah is what it is. I mean, I had a lot, a lot of opportunity down there, and did a ton. Like I was at Shimmer for ten years straight, almost. It felt like a long time. Yeah, I did a couple things with WWE and stuff like that, like the Bay Young Classic, and yeah, which is incredible. Yeah, yeah, it was a uh, like that, that was a cool experience. So I don't, it wasn't like something that I'm like, oh yeah, that's my number one top experience no, or anything. You know, it's just kind of a weird, it wasn't like, it's not quite my vibe. It wasn't quite my atmosphere. Yeah. But. Was this the first May Young Classic that you did? I was an alternate on the first one, and then I did the second one. Okay. I was yeah. supposed to do the first one. I got injured, so I I just, remember hearing, yeah. I remember hearing you're supposed to do the first yeah. one. Yeah, and then I was like, nope, I can't do it. I, like, literally had the worst concussion I've ever had in my life for just... Oh, my God. Yeah, I just went too hard. I'm yeah. too excitable. I split my face. Long story short, I went to go do, like, a pop-up from the ring to the top rope yeah. I was a lot stronger like I actually eat food now not just based on <laughs> cigarettes and caffeine <laughs> oh and... the early 2000s diet yeah no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 the divas era <laughs> yeah I got it looked great yeah. zero functionality yeah. yeah those pictures though hmm. yeah. everything else garbage yeah yeah except for the eyebrows ah uh, yes no eyebrows no eyebrows no eyebrows didn't exist until 2012 i'm pretty sure yeah exactly yeah. and now we pay money to have eyebrows <laughs> so it's really great planning in the beauty industry but i overshot the turnbuckle i headbutted the uh beam yeah i split here i split here i had to go get my face glued i landed on my feet i tadad but there was a um, like two seconds where like nothing and I had no idea I was bleeding until everyone started panicking. And then I was like, oh, well, that's shit. And I just thought, you know, I'm 30. I've been out of the business for five years at that point, probably almost six. And I thought I've been really lucky. I had a good run. This is maybe not a good idea. And then I flew to St. Martin with my sister the next day. I had this trip already planned. And for a good week following I've told this story a bunch of times but like I think it's important for people to understand the severity of post-concussion syndrome because it's really only had a focus in the past few years yeah. like it wasn't a thing for us no growing. not at all but I could not remember the the word the was gone oh my gosh do you know 
how hard it is to talk without the <laughs> like i was literally like <sighs> like i was really fucked up wow yeah like people speak of like the halos and the light sensitivity yeah. we didn't have any of that but i had like serious lapses in my memory and i just thought oh fuck what have i done it was like wow. it was really scary and i was like am i gonna come back from this because this is like not good. yeah and then no. like four years later i was like i'll go back to wrestling now <laughs> <laughs> we're good we're good fuck it people already know that it's not like the li- the lights are on but they're mostly flickering it's okay <laughs> it's it's part of who i am but sorry back to the mayon classic yeah as someone who has worked for WWE, I was curious how, because it was integrated with WWE talent mm-hmm. and independent women. Mm-hmm. Was there like a huge divide? Was it like a big, is, was it like Shimmer? Was it like a big sisterhood project? Like, yeah, I think for okay. from what I saw at least, and you know, there's 32 girls plus yep. three or four alternates running around. So you can only see what your piece of the pie is, right? True. I actually had a really fucking weird experience because the girls were all great. Nothing wrong with the girls at all. Yeah, yeah. And both in WWE and the independent talent. Like, everyone, from what I could see, was getting along and from what I experienced. Right. um, Especially, like, it's the first time I met, like, a lot of those UK, uh, NXT UK girls and they were, like, all so sweet and they were awesome. And it was just overall good vibe. So I had a really weird medical thing, though, where, oh yeah it's like I, I don't think I've ever really told this I, I alluded to it but I've never told this story in depth okay so I get very um my heart rate spikes when someone's checking my heart rate that is so weird yeah I have that with my blood pressure there you go so same idea right and it's that like yeah. lab coat effect or whatever you call yes, it right where 100 like I don't have I've never had any heart issues heart condition yeah I've never and my heart rate, it's been like that since I was younger. Like, so when I was like swimming those 30 hours of, okay, I always like bump it up every yeah. time I say how long I was swimming. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. 50 hours 48 a week, hours. you know? <laughs> yeah. um, when I was like training the most I was training, so in the best shape I could have possibly been in, I still would get like, if I checked my heart rate, I'd get a high heart rate. But like, if I was like, just like, it didn't affect me negatively. And if I, if I just had like a heart rate monitor, like it'd be fine you know, throughout the day, but when you check my heart rate, it would, like, spike. When I did a tryout with them, like, a year and a half before this, they checked my heart rate, and they're like, that's really high, and I'm like, yeah, like, I've never had a heart, blah, 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 they're like, okay, like, we're not going to prevent you from doing the tryout, but if you start to get dizzy or whatever, you have to sit out. I'm like, I won't, like, it's not, like, I've been wrestling at this point for 10 years, you know, I've been an athlete my whole life, like, I'm fine. You've got it covered. So we're going for the meta, the pre-screening for the tournament. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, they're going to say something about my heart rate for sure. Yep. Heart. And it like spiked even more than usual. I'm like, Jesus Christ. It was like, right. It was like 120, like resting. Cause you knew what the fuck? Like, what am I having a heart attack oh. right now? <laughs> like it was, cra- it was crazy. And I was like, Oh no. And they're like, have you drank a lot of coffee? Did you have pre-workout? I'm like, no, <laughs> none of that. So we got, it got down to like less than that, but that was the highest it was while yeah. resting. So they're like, we can't let you do this. So like, they're like, you have a heart problem or something. I'm like, I don't, I promise, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, no, we need to send you to a heart specialist. So they sent me to a heart specialist. So they weren't going to let me be in the tournament. So they sent me to a heart specialist 
And I was just like, I can't believe I fucking flew all the way from Vancouver to Florida to not even be able to compete. Like, it was so annoying. Like, I was so frustrated. But I went, but like, I understood where they were coming from, obviously. Like, I'm not shitting on them, but it was just no, no. so frustrating. So I, I they covered the bill. Oh, they did. They did. Like, it was all under them and everything. So I, I had no medical, like, no, like, expenses for me at all. Okay. So okay. I went. They did all these tests or whatever. They're like, yeah, no, your heart's fine. And they're like, maybe like for the next 24 hours, we want to wear, want you to wear this thing just in case. Blah, blah. I'm like, I need to be cleared by the time I'm out of this office. And they're like, okay, you're cleared. I'm like, okay, thank you. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. Cause good. he's like, oh, okay. He's like, I wasn't really worried about it. So you're fine. So they cleared me. So then you did get. Cleared. Yeah. And then I went okay. back to the PC and I was like, I got cleared. And then like Canon Seaman was like, Oh, I don't know. Still, we might not let you. Blah blah blah. But then he was like, "Ah, just kidding." And I was like, "Ha!" Oh my I'm god! I'm like, "Ha ha ha!" Not, <laughs> not funny. Not. Funny. I'm gonna pretend that was funny, <laughs> but it was not funny. Uh, yeah. So then I got to compete, which was great. Yeah. Except that my gear kept falling off my body the whole, the whole, both my matches. I just was having gear malfunction after gear malfunction. So it was just a comedy of errors, really. Was it your favorite experience? It was fine. It was like there's a bunch of people there I love, and it was great or whatever. Yeah. So that was fine. But it was just like, oh man, <laughs> like, it's just like, oh, why did they totally hire right. me after? What a what a fucking uh, what a wonder, you know? It's like this bitch with a high heart rate whose gear keeps falling off and her tits are popping out. Like, oh yeah, let's hire that hot mess right there. Why so. wouldn't you? That sounds like a great character. I know the the fucking mess. Like I'm like yeah. every, everyone can relate to me you know I'm a very relatable person Uh, I support you I buy your t-shirt well I just naturally do all that stuff anyways so it's fine (laughs) that's my character I guess we'll call it a character not just like me being a mess in real life or anything no 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 it's your character yeah 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 I really get deep in my character you know (laughs) cuando siente el boom de mi corazón no llames en la noche de pasión so what have you been doing these past like year and a half, two years during COVID? Uh, so I didn't lose my job or anything. I got to work the whole time, which was great. great. Um, are you, you're a firefighter, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like I work for a city. I do a municipal job too. So, oh, okay. Is, yeah. So we, we got so that's lucky. Great. Yeah. So, and I've been working with the same city for, since I started wrestling actually for 15 years. That's so, amazing. Yeah. Started as a lifeguard and then like, basically I run a recreation center. Like in, that's yeah. Great, get that pension, girl. <laughs> That's the plan. Yeah, so medical benefits. I know it's pretty sweet. So, and we great. didn't get laid off at all during the pandemic, great. which was great. So essential. I can, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I don't know if recreation is essential, but let's it's go. Essential. I, it's so essential. It's so <laughs> essential. <laughs> well, you're a city worker, and that kind of like supersedes like. There you go. Yeah. Deeming what's essential. Exactly. So I, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. So that worked out nice, and then um, for some reason, we just me and my husband and our two friends decided to start a wrestling school during the pandemic. Okay. You know, you know, when things are shut down, what a good, what a good way to waste your money, right? But no, it was great. It was like, we have such a cool group of people here that we train with all the time. Awesome. And just a lot of young guys who are like really hungry and really talented. So what's your school called? Uh, Lionsgate Dojo oh, because okay. uh, there's a Lionsgate bridge nearby. So. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty cool. When did you guys open your door? So the four of us trained with another company before. Okay. Like it's kind of like the school is like an offshoot of a 
company. Yep. But we decided to just do our own thing because we wanted to, <laughs> basically. Yeah, of course. So this one we it opened August 2020, and uh, but we've all been training for a while before that. Like uh, my my husband, he been training for like 15 years at this point now you know so and yeah I've I've been like helping with training for the past like eight years probably and then uh yeah same with the other two so yeah and so what's your plan now so you've got the the stupid big resounding x from travel (laughs) um are you gonna keep wrestling locally or what's your plan yeah so that's what i've been doing right and it's like since so our first set of shows locally so i took a year and a half off because pandemic, obviously, right? Yeah, of course. Like everyone yeah. else in Canada did, basically. Yeah, we didn't really have a choice. Yeah, exactly. I know that <laughs> people are like, oh, wow, a year and a half off. I'm like, there were no shows, literally. Like, yeah. none what of us could do, do it. Yeah. September, I think, was the first show back. So, yeah, it's only been a couple months. But I've been having a lot of fun, like, because we were training the whole mm-hmm. time anyways. So, yep. it didn't really, you know, it, there was, like, some rust, obviously, but not not too much. And the performer part of wrestling, the performance part, it's always come really easy to me. So that's never something I need to, you know, get back sort of thing. It's just, it's more of the cardio that I need to worry about. (laughs) It only takes two weeks to get back anyways. So you're sort of. Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Unless you, unless you have a very unhealthy wine habit, like I do, it might take a little longer than two weeks. Maybe. Maybe three weeks. Who's to say? (laughs) Yeah, so it's been really fun, and I've been wrestling just people I like wrestling a lot, so we have, like, again, a ton of local talent here that's super good, so I I just kind of wrestle for happiness, you know? I don't really worry about anything beyond that. I think that's the best way to look at wrestling, because it is supposed to be fun, and right. gets lost on you if you're focusing on like one or two major companies that you want to work for yeah and I find a lot of people once you get there it's not what you thought it was that's it right and you think like I I, like I have this like theory about just in life chasing happiness not chasing success yeah because like I think people think success will bring them happiness but there's always something more so it's like you get signed by WWE okay well what if you just like are waiting around and catering like so is that success like no and you're not happy because you're not doing what you love so like I I don't know it's um I've been very happy with my life choices that I've made like Mm. I've always yeah like I've always been able to do that and not like a few times I'm like oh maybe I should try to get signed but like I never even emailed WB until right before like I don't know, like in like late 2016. Really? And I had been wrestling for almost 10 years that, or more than 10 years at that point. I was just like, oh, hey, you guys are here. Can I get some extra work? And they're like, yeah. And here's a tryout. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I'm like, it was that easy the whole time. And then. But it wasn't, that wasn't your path. That wasn't your journey. No. No, I think that's, wasn't. that should be everyone's mantra, especially after the pandemic. Like you should be chasing happiness. Yeah. And. That looks different for everybody. Like, I, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll do, like, interviews sometimes where they'll be like, oh, you should be signed or whatever. Like, whatever. People just say that to be nice. <laughs> or, like, they're trying to make conversation. Yeah. I'm sure they believe that. But it's, like, the one of those things where I'm like, well, maybe that's not what I want. And, no. like, you know, I, I like having the balance of having my real life, of having a yeah. job and, you know, all that and being able to complete a degree and, you know, do all that stuff and then wrestle on the side. Because if I just make wrestling my job, 
I feel like I'll lose the passion for it a bit. And right. And I, I don't Absolutely. want Absolutely. Yeah. It can't yeah. be your be all end all. It can't. It, it, I've watched oh it so many times. People. And I'm sure you have being in the business as long as it, it, it breaks my heart when people dedicate everything to like wrestling and to like get signed and everything. And it's very admirable to do that. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And then they yeah. get released, which how many people have gone released in the last year and a half? Oh my God. Brutal. Right. And some of those names that got released, I'm like, yeah, are you fucking kidding me? Right. Like I I'm there, I'm huge fans of I know. a few of those people for sure. And like they work so hard, blah, blah, blah. And then when it's done, they've lost some of them lose their passion for wrestling because they got burned by it, right? And it's like, oh, that's so sad. Like, like, like you said, it's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be fun. But ultimately, it is a job. So yeah, you have to have balance. Like, I think in order for it, to, like, you have to make it not your job, which means you need another job usually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe um, it either needs to just be your job and not your passion or just be your passion yes. and not your job maybe maybe there's yeah. something to that I don't know I agree yeah. I fully agree like when wrestling was my job I didn't love it anymore that's, and that's awful. why I left yeah because yeah, I, I didn't want to be that person anymore I didn't want to be that girl in the locker room I was like I'm not happy and I'm in a position now where I'm kind of like a vet right or whatever and I'm <laughs> and like, that's so I'm, weird by the way yeah yeah like 25 <laughs> I was like mm. yeah I remember those people in the locker room that were disgruntled and grizzled. And all I could think as a young, hungry person was like, just leave them. Totally. 100%. People always say, like, why did you leave in, like, your, like, when you were technically at your prime or your yeah. peak? And I was like, because I wasn't anymore. Mentally, I was not. And I yeah. didn't want to be that person. Yeah, 100%. I came back when I was happy. And I'm, I'm sure there are people who have found a way to make, like, people, you know, I look at someone like uh, Bailey or whoever, you know, who's like, yes. who, she's clearly very passionate about wrestling. And I know, I know she loves it. Like, you know, we're, we're buddies. So we talked about that. You know, I know she loves it. And she's very successful. And she, yes. it's a good job for her. Right. But so I, right. I guess there, there's obviously people like that exceptions yeah yeah it's like I think for the majority of us that's really I don't know if that's super realistic for the majority of people to expect to have the best of both worlds <laughs> come together you know and to also be able to take that approach uh not being cookie cutter yeah like Bailey is not cookie cutter she's amazing she yeah. oh she's amazing don't get oh me wrong God. but you know yeah. what I mean when I yes. say cookie cutter well, Bailey's actually done really, really well. She's actually been kind of the exception to the rule. Totally. Because she's gotten huge pushes regardless of with the big man upstairs saying, well, I want them to look this way and whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. It could happen, but you're you're right. It could happen, but it's not The very. chances of it happening are very slim. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, Anyways, I don't want to keep you forever. I feel like we could oh, talk. Okay. Yeah, we could talk more about milk if you yeah, want. Yeah, let's or... go back to milk. No. <laughs> I like to end every podcast with my 10 tailor-made questions. It's kind of like a speed round, but don't feel rushed in your answers. Okay. Okay. What's one beauty product you cannot live without? I guess concealer. Oh, no, dry shampoo. Oh, yes. yes. There you go. What is your favorite exercise? Deadlifts. <laughs> you know what I, who was I talking to last oh it was Laura Claire James she's a 
she's a Brit who moved to LA and she's kind of over wrestling now but she did wrestle for about 10 years uh, and she said her favorite exercise was watching TV and I still can't get that <laughs> out of my head so um, I wasn't even laughing at deadlifts I was just like oh god is someone else gonna say it oh now I regret not saying like bicep curls with wine or something <laughs> damn double fist in oh, wine yeah, that's okay boom, I, boom, I appreciate boom. it either way <laughs> what is your biggest pet peeve I hate it when people don't know how to write proper emails. Oh, interesting. Yeah, like people, oh, it, it grinds my gears. <laughs> so like in like an introductory statement, your point, signing off Just properly. Proper grammar, proper tone, peri- putting some periods in there <laughs> once in a while. If you're doing a list of things, like bullet points, like just... Especially when people are on the computer all the time. Like, I know yeah. this is basically your job. If someone's just sending me a one-off email who never emails, that's yeah. fine. You have grace. But. but it's just like, like if you work in an office, you should be better. Come on. That makes sense. Where's your etiquette here? Where's your email <laughs> writing etiquette? <laughs> Get it. Who is your celebrity crush? Oh. Oh, God, sorry. I've been, like, with the same person for 15 years, so, like... Do I look at anyone sexually anyway? I don't really know. Um, <laughs> Teach yourself. Yeah, okay, let me think about this. There, there's people, obviously. Okay, let me come back to that. I'm going to okay. think about that. That's fine. Or we could just say pass. I love my husband. Okay. Or like, whatever. Oh, that's so, that's so cheesy. Though. Yeah. Like, oh, oh pass. Oh, my husband. Like, it's fine. Who you wants know what? I appreciate that? it. You and your nuclear upbringing loving your <laughs> husband and shit. Jesus Christ. Here's this edit. Oh, of course. Let's just make this the most boring couple ever. He also has one sibling, two parents still together, too. God, did he drink a lot of milk? Yeah, I think he did. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll leave it there because I think that's a perfect answer. What is your favorite band or artist? Ooh, um, so uh, I love Rancid. <gasps> Amazing. Yes, uh, Rancid. Uh, I'll give a top three. Rancid, No Doubt, and uh, Local Age. This other, this is kind of like grunge 90s band. Nirvana's up there too, so. I know all of these. Yes, I know all of these. Big fans of all good choices. Nice, nice. I'm like, like, you'll you'll appreciate these choices. Yes. See your your tragic kingdom inspired. (laughs) And I had Lars Fredrickson on the show a few months ago, and I was just like, I don't know how to not fangirl you in like a totally platonic way. But he's honestly the biggest wrestling fan I've ever met. I'm so jealous of like you and like Ruby having like a cool relationship with him. And I'm just like, I love you too. <laughs> Reach out. Reach out. He's probably a huge fan of you. This is oh, the joke. I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> That's how I felt. And then I was like, oh, you know who I am? Like, oh, he's, he's such a fan of the sport. Like, dude reach out he'll okay. appreciate it i might i might go like so red even just maybe that's my celebrity crush is lars lars <laughs> there he, he was there it is definitely up there in my celebrity crushes i was like he has a tattoo on his face of course i have a crush on him <laughs> like definitely top 10 girl girls always love bad boys right, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay do you have a secret vice like drinking a glass of wine in the shower Oh, I love drinking a glass of wine in the shower. I don't think that's much of a secret vice, me drinking wine, honestly, because I've kind of made it part of my uh, 
persona yeah life uh, yeah okay. it can just be that it's okay that's it yeah, honestly girl. that's it i love uh, we uh bought electric scooters recently <laughs> and we like we like scooting to the breweries around here and like we'll probably do that tonight when that uh, dylan gets home great <laughs> Yeah, this is what adulthood looks like when you don't have kids, you know? We were just like, let's grab the electric scooters and go get a beer. I want to live your life. I'm going to be honest here. <laughs> I'll, I'll put, I'll, uh, I'll raise, a, raise a glass. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and then um, my husband has the worst, like, recollection of names and faces ever. And But then I'll be like, hey, remember, like, that shimmer match? The waistlock carpet oh. reversal? <laughs> And he'll be like, yes. And then he'll know who you are immediately just based on that. Oh, so, oh, that is. spot was like a huge ordeal for Tiana and I. And my trainer had like just watched some Lucha show and was like, you guys should do this. And I've never really been able to do it with anyone again, except. It was great. Thank you. I did it with Sue Young when I came back this last time. But it was like a joke. Like she tried to do it and did it badly. Um, nice. But yeah, but that's, I'm glad that stuck with people that makes me happy yeah that's a, I that's because the first match i watched from shimmer was like you and tiana oh Rager. my god someone said that because that was volume one someone right said that volume one came out almost 20 years ago and it made me want to be sick dude i know i started training like a month after volume one like yeah crazy i don't want to talk about, I don't want yeah to talk yeah about. right let's move on let's move on that what wrestler has the ago. best entrance music <laughs> it's upsetting it is it is we look great though you know you wouldn't be able to tell i, I that's what i tell myself at least yes yeah <laughs> yes that. uh best entrance music well we have to go with ruby soho now it is wonderful what a genius move on her part so cool so smart how lovely has that been to watch like she, oh so good so that's good. what she deserved that's what she needed yep. like yep. this is yes She's amazing. Yeah. I love I love her. We we've had some really fun matches together. Oh, that's Shimmer so and great. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. I've never great. been able to work with her, but I I appreciate everything she's done, and you know she looks like she's a real student of the game, and yes. she's passionate, and yes. she's got a character, and anyone that's a bit of a misfit is uh you know totally has a piece of my heart. So I always <laughs> wish I could like because like I feel like my soul is like that, but like yeah. I never like I'm just so like two parents together one sibling upbringing <laughs> looking <laughs> lots, lo lots of milk you know <laughs> See? <laughs> what is your drink of choice milk <laughs> obviously red wine is uh, the easy easy one or non-alcoholic coffee love love a morning coffee perfect yeah what was your most embarrassing moment in the ring probably my tits popping out in the main <laughs> classic <laughs> Well you know you know just like the biggest like opportunity in my career just like boop you know sure but what a time you went for you know, it you, know, you were like i'm here <laughs> it was in a northern light suplex i was like oh. there's nothing you could do about it it was just... and the ref was just like your boobs are out. <laughs> i'm like yeah here we are <laughs> like, yeah that, that's probably up there i've had a Way too many wardrobe malfunctions, I feel like, for someone who doesn't really wear particularly revealing gear either. I just have terrible luck. It and doesn't I'm, matter. It's no, what you're doing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, like unless we wore a unitard, something's gonna something's yeah. gonna go wrong. That's even then it'll rip or something, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Something's gonna happen. Something just... will happen. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, where can our listeners find you on the interwebs? Mostly Twitter and Instagram and Matthews Ninja. I made that Twitter handle in 2007 or 8 <laughs> when, like, I would have probably gone with Nicole Matthews Wrestling now if I were to go back in time. Boring. But, yeah, and Matthews Ninja, named after when me and Portia Perez were the Canadian ninjas. And that, oh, I miss that tag team so much. <laughs> okay, last one. Finish this lyric. Sorry, I'm not home right now. Walking, Walking in my spider webs of leaving message and I'll call you back. Unlikely story, but leave a message and I'll call you back. Well, I think that was a podcast about everything that I thought was normal in the 90s. Nuclear families, milk. That sums it up, basically. (laughs) It was a real treat to have Nicole Matthews on my show. It's always good to have another sister Canadian to speak with. We were both already in our flannels, so everything is status quo, even in a post-COVID life. I hope you all enjoy the weekly content that Wild On brings you. You're always going to get something a little different than on any other professional wrestling podcast today. I could not, and I would not, want to do this podcast without my badass punk rock girl team. Girl team? Girl band. It's a team. I I like to call it a band, though. My sister, my right-hand woman, producer and editor, Rochelle Duras, my marketing queen, Madison Galshani, and our newest member, our sound engineer from Superkick Studio, Matteo Sessa. Thank you, guys. I love you. And until next week, stay calm and wild on. Wild.